All right. The Bobby Bones Post Show Pre-Show. The Colombian cartel, they're killing people who don't obey with the COVID-19 lockdowns. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Drug cartels and rebel groups are imposing their own bloody coronavirus lockdowns and killing those who do not obey. That's crazy. At least eight civilians have been murdered by the armed groups. Some of them holdovers. It, anyway, they're like, hey, we got to make sure nobody goes outside and spread this virus. So th- th- if you're outside, we'll just kill you. I mean, it's thoughtful of them. But it's I, weird. It's not the way to go. Right. It's, I think it's just them like trying to show their power. Yeah, duh. Well, yeah. And not that they really care about the coronavirus. Oh, you don't think so? I think they do so much so they're only, they're doing what they know how to do, which is if you don't, again, I don't know. You probably know more than I do. You watch more of these drug shows than I do. Yeah, I'm very into them. Have you watched any more Unsolved Mysteries? Did you watch 1969? No. Is that four? Oh, you changed up the order. We were supposed to watch last night. I think Caitlin got a little irritated with me because I was like, I'm just going to play basketball instead. Rude. No, not rude. This is what happened. We had dinner with a friend, and it's one of the friends in our little circle group of not having coronavirus, and it just went way late. And so I'd planned to watch it and then catch up with Eddie, because you're going to hear the story about Eddie coming up in a few minutes. And then I was like, ah, I'd rather play basketball tonight. Okay. So maybe a little rude, but we didn't, we haven't, we haven't hit any other ones up yet. But it's a good, it's not even like Unsolved Mysteries. It's basically just a documentary about a crime that- under the Unsolved Mystery umbrella like uh, under that brand. Yeah, a crime that doesn't have a yeah. conclusion. You watch anything else? I'm trying to think if I have. Mm-hmm. Just the movies. We but. listened to a podcast because we drove to Arkansas and back. Just quickly. Like we drove there one day, six hours, drove back the next day after looking at some places. What was it? We listened to this podcast called Con- Conspiracy Theories. And there's a bunch of them called Conspiracy Theories. But this one's called Conspiracy Theories. It's on a network called Parcast Network. So, but we listened to... Abe Lincoln, if he really got murdered by John Wilkes Booth, which he did, but why did John Wilkes Booth do it? Was he put up by Andrew Johnson? Was he put up by the secretary? So did John Wilkes Booth escape? And it, you know, and then they rate, what they do is they tell the whole story at first, but the history, and they're not conspiracy theorists. And then at the end, they, they tell you how many stars. They're like, we think, or like, they're like, you know, we give this one a one out of 10. We give this one a three out of 10. And so they kind of, use facts and jump into conspiracy theories. We listened to Abe Lincoln. We listened to Hitler, his rise to power, and if they think he escaped to Argentina, if they think he was... It is a lot of stuff. I listened to William Shakespeare, who I'm going to tell you, I don't think he wrote... I don't think Shakespeare is what we think he is. Oh, what's the theory? Well, there are a few of them. There are a couple people that think they wrote and use William Shakespeare's name as a... Because Shakespeare had no education, no, no formal education, um, but there are a couple people they think was writing under Shakespeare's name because he was just a, like, this goofy actor. Um, but then there's a whole lot of people they think maybe wrote under William Shakespeare's name. Hmm. Okay. So, the, have you seen the conspiracies show on Netflix? Mm-mm. It's. I feel like if you like that podcast, you might like it. And I've only watched a few, but I don't like conspiracy theorists talking about the conspiracies because they oh, okay. they lean it their way. Yeah. These folks, I don't know who they are. They're like, we're not conspiracy theorists. But that's why we're perfect for this show because we're going to tell you the story. We're going to look at the facts. And most times when they reveal, you know, was it this? They're like, no, it's not this. Yeah, I think this has a mixture of both kind of people, but it definitely has the the conspiracy people. And when they talk, you're like, what? 
you cannot take them seriously, but it explains at least the conspiracy theory to you because it's like the big ones that exist that a lot of people believe. Anything you have queued up that you're ready to watch? Or, I, um, yeah, I'm working my way through Yellowstone. No, I mean like a new show because, again, we're, we're sitting here waiting to start the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. We just haven't started it yet. Oh, yeah, you need to do that. But we feel like we're going to watch Unsolved Mysteries first and then get into that. Okay. No, no, I've, if anybody has a series for me to start, I want to. But we're working our way through Unsolved Mysteries. I'm fine with that. I keep watching the news and thinking that girl's going to die. The Epstein oh, girlfriend. Maxwell. Somebody's going to kill her. Yeah. She knows too many names. No. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. See what unfolds. She'll never make it to court and be able to say the, the names of all the people. I know. I'm like, they better be getting it now. Like, somehow get it, get the names from her now. Hmm. Uh, Raymundo, are you under the man minute? Yep. All right, Raymundo, our audio producer, hit us. Let's get manly. It's the man minute with Raymundo. Yeah, so I was out in uh, Vegas, and we were out in the desert, and I was doing a bunch of manly stuff. My shoes, they were white, and they just got filthy. I'm talking mud, dust, dirt, cacti. Everything was on these. Maybe not that one. But I thought, I bet there's guys out there that don't know that you can actually clean your shoes and make them new again. All you do, go to Walmart for 10 bucks, you get the OxyClean gel stick, rub that all over your shoes, take your shoes just like a load of laundry, throw them in the washer, they come out perfectly white. I will show the video people. Look at this. Wow. That is white. At one point, grimy, dirty, gross. Perfectly pristine white again. So oxy stick. Yep, and then just put them in the washer. What kind of detergent do you put in there? Any kind. Hot water or cold water? Uh, you do hot. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Raymundo. Yep. That was the Man Minute. That was the Man Minute with Raymundo. <laughs> We're about to just get into the show because it's some crazy stuff we talk about today. Anything else you'd like to say? No. I'm good. I want to, I would like to say, I started to think why I haven't, I mean, I like having shows to watch, but I think I probably don't have stuff on my radar because I'm just trying to get finished with that Hunger Games book. It's so good. Did I give you the update on the morning toast? No. So. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's like a morning toast. Like girls are toasting with champagne. Oh, is that what it is? Like a toast. I thought it was like eating toast in the me morning. Me too. In my brain, I was like, oh, the morning toast. Like this is what we you have. Toast is breakfast. Right. But it's the morning toast. Like Cheers. We listened to a little bit of that. They're funny. I didn't know, but that's Caitlin's show, like her favorite podcast that she listens to. And so they played a clip of me talking about them. I didn't talk about this on the show? No. I only talked about it out loud. I never know what I talk about in real life. No, because I don't know what you're about to say. I did? You talked about the morning toast on the show. You didn't talk about them talking about you. I didn't talk about them talking about us. Right. You just mentioned on the show. Okay. So I had mentioned just offhand, we were leaving that. Caitlin listens to the Morning Toast podcast. It's right. Two girls, I think, in New York, they're sisters. It's like her show. And they do this thing. They're like, take a bite out of the toast. I don't know. Whatever oh, it is. Maybe it's not like a toast, like cheers. It, I don't know. Well, anyway, they talked about it. They played the clip. They um, nicely harassed me a little bit because I didn't know what they did. And it was just a picture of some girls. And I was like, oh, I wonder what they talk about all the time. Do you remember what my, my dumb joke was? That's what they talk about tampons. Because yeah. I think if you see a couple meathead dudes they are talking about jock straps, you mm-hmm. see a couple girls they are talking about tampons. Unfair of me to say that, but they were funny about it. Um, but now one of the girls and Caitlin like DM, and they're like friends. Oh, that's Look cool. Look at me, bringing people together. Caitlin and her favorite radio personality. <laughs> the morning that's not toast. me. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's Morgan, cool. do you ever listen to that podcast? No, I don't. I guess I'll have to check it out and figure out if it's a toast or toast. <laughs> Mike, which one do you think it is? Oh, it's it's glasses because in their logo, it's two glasses. I know, but then they say take a bite out of the toast. Oh. I don't know. I got to figure this out. You know what I'm going to start, though? Maybe like when I'm driving is um, the Bear Brook. Bear Brook. Yeah. We, we listen to some updates on that because they finish it. Here's the thing about crime podcasts that I don't like and crime shows. There are never endings. There are rarely endings to these shows. It just ends and it's like, all right. And I'm like, what the? You mean, mean with no conclusion? Yeah. So it's an unsolved? Well, it's, it's a true story. Okay. No, it's kind of solved. Okay. Don't tell. I'm starting it's weird, it today, actually. But there are only a few episodes of this thing. Okay. But I think you'll like it. I live further away now, so I feel like I can get in some podcast stuff. On uh, the Bobbycast this week, it's up now. I talked to Creed from The Office because he's a musician. He was famous as a musician before he was in The Office. But we talk a lot of The Office. So we do that. I don't know. There's other stuff up there. We're going to get to today's show, though. We good, everybody? All right. Here is a Monday show. Brace yourselves, folks. Hey, don't put the Eddie segment at the top of the podcast. Let's put it in the real spot because we then lead up to Eddie and other content. All right. Goodbye. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. Hey. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Hey, guys. Welcome. Uh, hope you had a great weekend. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Here's a voicemail from Nate in Memphis, Tennessee. Man, I really miss the segment, What's the Haps? So here, I'll do it. Hey, what's the Haps? <laughs> hey, Bobby, I was watching a commercial today, and it was a Honey Nut Cheerios commercial. And guess what? Your favorite character from The Office, Stanley, was on there. Made me laugh, made me think of you. I wonder if Honey Nut Cheerios is going to be doing a lot of commercials with Stanley. I sure hope so, by the way. This is not a commercial. Hey, what's the haps? Peace. Y'all have a good day. <laughs> That's funny. funny. Uh, Stanley, by the way, not my favorite character. My dog, I love The Office. My favorite show. But my dog looked like Stanley, so I named him Stanley. And your favorite character is? I don't know. It just depends on the day. I mean, obviously that show revolved around Michael Scott. Yeah. I like Jim a lot, but he's the straight guy, like the normal guy. Everybody else is kind of nutty around him. Hey. hey. Hey, we should do a what's the haps here. Go ahead. Hey, what's the hacks? All right, what's happening with everybody? Uh, I'll go first. I spent the weekend in Arkansas looking for a little cabin in the woods. Kind of the plan for a couple of reasons. One, I like to get back home. And two, who knows why I'm going to need it other than just a relaxation place. What? Because of the state of the world? No, not running. No. Oh, I thought it was uh, your new, like, hot, your underground. If I, I need know. to have meetings <laughs> over there. I have oh, a place instead of gotcha. staying in a hotel. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, found, I found one. Mm-hmm. We found one. Yeah. So we put an offer, accepted, buy, closing in two weeks, the end. Nice. So, yeah, got, have a little cabin. You've seen it. Yeah, it looks co- it looks really cool. In fact, I sent you and you never replied. I was what? like, vacay. <laughs> oh, it's deep in the woods. Okay. So you'll never find it. So don't come looking for me. Well, but the problem is... I, I might need to have meetings. Yeah. For, for, why would you need to go to Arkansas? Yeah, what would you need? Well, people call me about you a lot from Arkansas. Okay. They, anyway, uh, that's what's happening with me. Amy? Hey, what's the hacks? Maybe my brain went to that you were buying a cabin in the middle of the woods because of the state of the world because of the movies I've been watching. Uh, we just finished all the Hunger Games, all four of the movies with my kids. And this weekend we started Divergent, which is another kind of, you know, it's not in that family, but it's similar, right? Totally different, but sort of similar. And 
it's it's okay. I I think I need to see maybe another movie, or I wish I would have read the books. But my kids love it. Sometimes forty one percent positive on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, sounds about right for me. But my kids give it. They probably give it. Yeah, five out of five. Oh really? Divergence or whatever. Do they love into the world type stuff? Well, they weren't really that into it until Hunger Games, and they wanted another Hunger Games movie. I said, guys, they're all out. There's only four. Y'all watched all four. We'll have to wait until this prequel comes out. And so I just Googled movies similar to Hunger Games, and Divergent popped up. So we watched that, and they really enjoyed it. And now there's two more we get to watch from that series. So then after that, where do we go? Twilight? I don't know. Mm. I never read Twilight, but is it, like, similar I don't know. I tried. I got nightmares. I didn't read it either. No. I, I saw the movie, though. I thought Twilight 1 was pretty good. Didn't you, Mike? Yeah. Did you like all of them? No. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. All right. There you go. Hey, what's the hat? By the way, Eddie's not here. We're going to find out later if he has corona or not. We have s- staged a segment to where either he's going to be in the garage on the phone and he's going to walk in if he doesn't have corona, or he's going to go, I have corona, the old COVID-19, and I'm not coming in. Okay. What do you think that is? Yes or no, Amy? Oh, I mean, I've been saying for since last week he has it, so I have to stick with that. Lunchbox? Oh, he's in his bed. He's got corona. Raymundo? Yes, Eddie has corona. Did you put up a tweet about this? I did. What was it like? <laughs> like or retweet? I said, does Eddie have corona? Question mark. Retweet for yes, heart for no. And what did the audience think? Retweets were 132 and... Uh, Hearts, which meant no, he doesn't have it. Seven hundred and fourteen. Oh wow! Oh. So the listeners don't think he has it. Correct. Okay. Uh, let's go to lunchbox now. Lunchbox, what's the haps? My wife has lost her mind this weekend. We're sitting there, and she goes, "Hey, can we get in the car and drive around?" Apparently, she's been spending days on Zillow favoriting houses, and we spent two and a half hours driving around just window shopping at houses because there's no sports. So I couldn't use the excuse, "Oh, this game's on." So literally, we just drive by. What do you think of that one? Oh, that's great. Cool. Next one. Two Are you guys out. looking to buy a house? Nope. You're just looking to look. She looks to look, and she had marked two and a half hours worth of houses that we drove around and looked yeah. at. Some people, real Ugh. estate like that, just looking at it is a hobby. I like to look at how much my friend's houses cost. Yeah, we know. That's your yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. That's my thing. My dirty little secret. But you can look at Just Google it up there. All right. One more. Hit it. Hey, what's the hat? Let's go to Morgan number two, who runs all of our digital. Morgan? I went to the lake this weekend in Tennessee because that seems to be the only safe space away from people. So I saw your Instagram story. The water looked brown. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, it was. The, the, the lakes in Tennessee are not like the lakes in Missouri that I'm used to going to. It's very dirty and it's very, like, mossy. I think you went to a bad lake then, a bad part of the lake. It's, it's not brown when I go out there. Well, it's it's Old Hickory Lake. I, I don't really know the lakes too well around lake here. Lake hater. Yeah. She's a lake hater. Wow, <laughs> lake snob. All right, hey, so Nate, thank you for that request. Thanks for doing What's the Haps. We did one. Soon enough, we'll find out if our producer Eddie has coronavirus. Either he's going to be in the garage and walk in and go, no, I don't. Or we'll talk to him on the phone and he'll be like, I'm in my bedroom. I'm not coming in. Got it? Got it. All right, right now, time for my favorite countdown, the Good News Countdown. It's the Good News Countdown, counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. All right, let's get going here. These are our five best good news stories. Let's go. Number five. The pandemic has really made people recognize the value of small businesses. And since it started, 80% have intentionally bought something from a small business that they would have bought from a larger chain before that, which is good. Now... 
I bought a, listen, I bought a lot of Amazon. Amazon. I'm not going to lie. I know. <laughs> I, I, there's a local guy that drops it off. But yeah, there's they're employing a lot of people. Love it. That's the good news. Mm-hmm. Boom. But I also Number four. support local small shops, too. Yeah. Uh, a salon in New York City gave full makeovers to five essential workers, including a hospital employee and a bus driver, as a thank you for all of these months of intense, important and underpaid work. Boy, I've been reading stories from some of these doctors in Texas and Arizona that are just now getting this wave. And they're like, we've never seen anything like this. It looks like what New York was saying two or three months ago. Mm -hmm. So a big shout out to everybody on the front line, wherever you are, because holy cow. Number three. A positive side effect of staying home is less food waste. It's down 27%. People are throwing out less food and actually eating or donating way more of what they buy. Yeah, I eat almost everything now. I never leave the house, so if I don't eat it for breakfast, right. I'm at home more, so the odds are I'm going to eat it. I want to eat. I get so – I eat all the time. When I get bored, my go-to is food. I should have another – I should do like push-ups when I get bored. But if I'm bored, I'm like, what is there to eat? I'm not even hungry sometimes. Is that what you do? I think I've found a balance, but sometimes if, yeah, if I'm snacky, then maybe my body does need it. And I'm I don't know. always it. snacky. It's a great word for what I <laughs> always am. Yeah. I'm 100% snacky all the time. Number two. While a man named Tim was doing some landscaping for an Air Force veteran named Ralph, he noticed his flagpole was damaged in a windstorm. So after Tim was done with his landscaping duties, he went the extra mile and repaired the flagpole. Now, once again, the old white flagpole is back up and back in business, featuring both an American flag and an Air Force flag with an eagle sitting on top of both. Your husband was in the Air Force. Do you have an Air Force flag? No. I know no. you hang the American flag out every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. We don't, I don't Nope. No Air Force flag. But should I get him one? Uh, maybe. That's a pretty cool gift. But you'd have to get another stand for another flag. Mm-hmm. You yeah. could surprise him. Like if he, if him and I went to play golf or something. Yeah. And you had someone then, Come and then you surprised and him, and you have an Air Force flag and a new flag stand-up? Yeah. Right th- I see you writing it down. That's right. I know. That's right. Look who's here for you. All right, let's go. The best one. <laughs> Number one. An Illinois brewery is back open after coronavirus kept their doors closed for months, and their landlord helped make it happen. Tammy and Chris Ron, owners of Stubborn German Brewing Company in Waterloo, have been struggling because they can't bring any money, so they can't pay rent. So the couple even considered asking the landlord let them delay paying rent, but decided against it. They were blown away when he cut them a break and then returned three months of their rent payments. So they get to keep their business going. They get to keep their place. All because the landlord was super generous with that. Love it. There you go. That's the Good News Countdown. That was the Good News Countdown. Lunchbox, what'd you do? Well, usually when you have something to confess, you go to confessional or you go to friends or family. But instead, I went to the drive-thru of fast food restaurants and confessed things that happened in my life. To the people that were working. Yeah, just people, you know, usually they pull up and say, can I take your order? And then I spill my drama on them. Do you go to confession? I should. As a Catholic man, I should be going to confession, but I don't get there that often. When's the last time you went to confession? Probably 15 years ago. Do your parents go to confession? My mom. Still? Yeah. She goes to church. She's a twice a weeker. Does she get upset that you don't go? Yeah, she does not like it. She drops hints and says, you know, if you'll go to church, things will change. You know, if you'll... And I'm like, yeah, mom, it's just hard on Sunday morning. I'm busy. If you play her these clips, will she like this? Um, 
I don't think she'll mind. She'll think she'll think it's funny. Okay. But Here. yeah. Oh, so these aren't true confessions. No, no, these aren't true confessions. These okay. are made up scenarios. And you're making oh. seeing how they react. Yeah, to make it awkward with the people at the drive thru. Alright, here we go. You got my daughter. Uh, yeah, I just found out my girlfriend's pregnant. Okay. I need your advice. How do I tell my wife? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Well, it sounds like you're a little screwed in that position. <laughs> First off, you need to decide if the baby mama is going to let you be in the child's life. Because if she doesn't want you in the child's life, then there's no point in telling the wife. And so what if she says, yes, you're going to be in the baby's life? Start with roses and saying, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is there any chance she's going to forgive me? Are you ordering food or what? <laughs> okay, thank you very much for your advice. You're welcome. Uh. So a couple things come to mind here. First of all, she just was like, hey, I'll help you out. Like, I love that. She, eventually she was like, you're going to give order some food. Yeah. But she acted like it was not anything crazy. She laughed at it, but she wasn't like, what's happening right now? The second thing was she said, well, you need to find out if she's going to keep you in the life of the baby anyway before you tell your wife. And if she's not, don't worry about telling your wife. I felt that to be a little dishonest, honestly. I didn't think that was the best advice. I think you got to tell your wife anyway, if that's the case. Man, I thought it was pretty solid. Like, man, no need to go through the drama if there's no drama to be had. With the mama. But I think eventually in that situation, they'll always be, that drama is always going to come back. Yeah, yeah, eventually she's the, gonna come knocking for some money. Well, no, you see the or Tucker Beathard story last week. Wait, he has a two-year-old Tucker Beathard, the artist. He does. He, I think on his Instagram, he said that a girl in Seattle was like, "Hey, we got a kid." And there was a picture of him and his two-year-old. Whoa. Uh huh. <gasps> I don't know how long he's known the baby, but that was out. Uh, Morgan Wallen, his ex-girlfriend, had a baby, and that's the baby. He's a dad. So like, Tucker's was just he was on tour. I don't know anything about it except I just saw his Instagram. Oh man, that's I mean. You know, DJ Pauly D from Jersey Shore, he had a thing in Vegas. Girl flew home, one night thing. Oh, you're my baby daddy. Oh. Hmm. <gasps> Here's Lunchbox back at it again, pulling up and confessing in a drive-thru. I need some advice real quick. So okay. I, I lost my job like a month ago, but I was too embarrassed to tell my wife. So I get up every morning. And I go sit at the park. I mean, I go to a friend's house, and I'm feeling really guilty, and I don't know, like, how to tell her. Uh, so you came to talk about to get advice about that? I just want the opinions of a stranger that'll tell me honestly, like, how do I ha- like how do I tell my wife? Well, how about this? You don't tell your wife, just go and find another job. So you think it's okay that I've just been lying to her for a month? No, I'm saying, like, find the job first, and then once you found the job, tell her that you lost your other job, but you found another one. That way, she don't get mad at I mean, just offering advice like crazy. Yeah. That's Another one. Cool. Don't tell the wife. See, these people are all about <laughs> keeping secrets. I like it. All right. There we have it. Bobby Bonchon. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Carrie Underwood shared the big reason why she eats healthy and has an active lifestyle. Now that I'm a mom and a wife and all that, it's very important for me to be a good example for my children and teach them healthy eating habits and healthy habits for their bodies because I want them to live healthy, wonderful, happy lives. Preston from Low Cash is teaching his kids about country music in one of his favorite spots. My daughter calls my grill the gorilla. And so she's like, will you cook out on the gorilla? And then I go out there and I turn on Hank Jr. And we listen to Hank junior and we dance around the patio together she knows the songs now and it's so cool to watch a three-year-old know hank jr 
Those songs are just important to me. That was my first concert ever. They put me in a great spot. Rascal Flatts' Jay DeMarcus was the cook for his family during quarantine. It's been wonderful for me. I've loved being able to be home with my kids and really connect on a deeper level than I've been able to, to be honest. And so to spend that much concentrated time with them has been really, really awesome for me. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. She's only seven, but Olivia Tyler isn't letting that stop her from hitting the streets. And she's helping protect Chicago's homeless. She's been giving away masks to the homeless. She's even launched her own nonprofit, Olivia Drew Cares. About to be a third grader. She's like, man, if everybody needs masks, maybe some people can't get them. So she bought some face masks with her own money. And then she went to some members of church and said, hey, uh, can I get some help? So they did. And now she said, hey, if, if you guys can give me some money, I'll make some masks. And now she's doing it. She's donated over 800 masks. Isn't that crazy? That is. Third awesome. grader, worried about something other than herself, and like reaching out to the homeless population. I thought that story was great. Wanted to share it with you guys this morning. And that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Pinellas County, Florida. A 58-year-old man was arrested at 2.45 a.m. because he was out running the streets naked. Oh, One of his friends dared him, said, hey, I bet you won't go run around the neighborhood naked. He said, <laughs> all right, that's a dare. I can't turn down a dare. You can turn down a dare. A bet is different. A dare, if you're not getting anything from it. But a bet, like how... You making a little money off this, I could understand, but this wasn't. No, it was just a dare, and it wasn't even a double dare or a double dare Damn. with sugar on top, just a straight dare. Well, that was ultimate double dare with sugar on top? Oh, yeah. If you put sugar on top, there is no way you can walk away from that, or else you are a sissy. I, I never heard about sugar on top. Neither. Your friend sounds super tough. There's a dare, and there's double dog dare. Yeah. Double dog dare was usually the max limit for us. I mean, you but Lunchbox go, it, and his boys, it was it is sugar, sugar on top. And, and it could be either sugar or a cherry. I mean, oh, it's one of the two. Not a cherry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was he drunk? No, they don't think alcohol was involved. Just at, a, at 58 years old, if you can't reject a dare, <laughs> are you even 58? I mean, they're, they may have a reputation to... Uphold. Yeah, the Sugar Club, lunch, like Lunchboxes Club. <laughs> Is that it? I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. I'll give you the one-line quote from a 90s movie. Amy, all you have to do is name the movie. The example is, run, Forrest, run. Forrest Gump. Nice. Good. All right, ready? I have, uh, I have 10 of them. Let's see how many you get here. Okay. You're killing me, Smalls. Sandlot. Correct. You're killing me, Smalls. 1993. All right, how about this? There's no crying in baseball. Major League? Mm-mm. No, no, no. Stay G- in it. You got it. Stay in it. Little le- league, of their, league of Their Own. A League of Their Own. Oh, shoot. There's no crying in baseball. Man, these are great movies. Do we just think they're great because they were in the 90s and that's when we were kids? Like, Reba put out that concert from 1994. It's on her YouTube page now. Reba did a whole concert she posted. And it's a concert from 1994. When I saw that, I thought, how cool is that? Is that just because it's art? Morgan, you what year were you born? 93. Do you care about the 90s? Yeah, I care about the 90s. But do you think it's like the ultimate decade, or is it just a cool decade? I mean, it's definitely up there. Like, thinking of 90s for me is like a cool vintage thing. So anything 90s is cool to me. But what about the, when, when is your decade? 
I mean, like I our, guess I, I would say it's 90s because it's not like I know much about the 50s or 60s. Well, or no, 70s. the 2000s. The 2000s. Do you have some sort yeah. of connection to the two? Did they have a style that you were like, oh, it's the 2000s, baby? I mean, yeah, there was like gaucho pants and like layers of clothing that we have that we wore. But I, I, I think we still relate more to the 90s. Are the, in, in your mind, are the 90s cooler than the 2000s? I would say, yeah. Yeah. Because the nineties have always maybe they just were because we were born in the eighties, but we gravitate towards the nineties. Yeah, but I think we were we were in junior high, high school to have our own opinions. Mm -hmm. All right, I see dead people. Nineteen ninety nine. This movie came out. I see dead people. I was about to say unsolved mysteries, but it's um, it's uh, Bruce Willis. Mm -hmm. You got it in. When the end of this movie happened, I know. I walked out there, I was like mind blown. Haley Joel Osmond, right? And they're <laughs> un, un. Give me a hint. Mm-mm. I know, I see dead people. I see dead people. Like, go, not ghosts, but he's. Mm, it is. Will you play the clever mode I see dead people. Ah! The Sixth Sense. That's it. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. Uh-huh. Okay, now we know. Okay, sorry. I'm- uh, okay. So you're telling me there's a chance. 1994. Is Oh, I, I've always said, so you're saying there's a chance. Nineteen. So the 90s movie, 1994. Oh, oh, um, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance. How funny was that one? Mm-hmm. I, lo- I think I loved it 10 years later, more so than I did in 1994. Uh, okay, how about this one? Get in my belly. Get in my belly. Get in my... I need to... Can I hear it? Get in my belly! Uh, I'll give you a hint. When these movies came out, they... Million. You couldn't fit in the theater. So many people wanted to see them. Get in... Million dollars. Yes. That that movie. Yeah. One million dollars. Ha ha. One million... What's the name of it? Get in my belly! One million dollars. I can't think of it. It's Austin Powers. That's it. Shoot! All right, how about, now that's some high quality H2O. Now that's what I call high quality H2O. Oh, that's Adam Sandler. Oh, Waterboy. Yeah, good. 1998. That's a good one. How about, bye Felicia. uh, Cheer... No? No. No? Bye, no. Felicia? Yeah, no. you say it all the time and you don't even know who it's from. <laughs> Martin? No. Bye, Felicia? What? Bye, Felicia. Do it again? Bye, Felicia. I don't know. Friday. I don't know. And then finally, what's in the box? What's in the box? Oh, what's in the box? Who's the person? That's Brad Pitt. What's in the box? Brad no, Pitt? what's in the box? I'll tell you what was in the box. Ahead. Fight Club? Mm-mm. Seven. Oh, I never saw Seven. Oh. Here's one more. You'll get this one. You can't handle the truth! Uh, uh, mm-hmm. You got it, you got it, you got it. A few good men. Uh-huh. That's it. Good, good, good. Hey, that's fine. You did pretty nah, good. I didn't do that good. I think it's seven. I mean, I didn't get, like, Austin Powers and, like, I knew it. You know? That's a sixth sense. Like, that's not good. I sh- I'm not proud okay, of Okay, you know what? You did terrible. Thank okay, you. Is that, you. Is that what you want to hear? I'm just rather You're be terrible. honest with me. All right, I was. I thought you did pretty good. Uh. All right, we're going to do a draft here. We're going to draft our best duets. Now, Eddie's not here. 
So since Eddie's out, I'm back in the game. I got to tap in. All right, around the room, best duets. Morgan, you're up first. Well, I think this is probably one of the best duets of all time, and it's Brad Paisley and Alison Krauss, Whiskey Lullaby. He put that bottle to his head and pulled the trigger. I love that song. Oh, it's a good one. And finally drank away her. It was on my list. I was hoping I was going to get that. <laughs> good one. All right, drafting best duets of all time, Raymundo. Good pick, M2. Uh, let's see. That was actually going to be my number one. Let's go ahead and do Eric Church and Luke Combs does to me. Wow. He went really new. Interesting. I'm going to go as my favorite duet, Islands in the Stream, Dolly and Kenny. So good. Yeah. Islands in the stream, that is what we are, no one in Amy, over to you. You get to draft your favorite duet. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm going to go with Sheryl Crow and Kid Rock, Picture. Oh, interesting. I, found your picture I always forget how good that song is until I hear it again. So good. And finally, Lunchbox, the best duet. Yeah, this one goes way back, and they are married, and they look at each other in this video, and they you can just feel the love because it's your love. It's your Tim love. and Faith. It's a good one. It just does something to all oh, those are good ones, man. Most of them are kind of love songs, except Ray's. Or with Luke Combs and Eric, unless they're singing about each other. Couple dudes, what's wrong with that? No, nothing. I, most duets are love songs True. in general. I have one coming up that I'm going to draft that's not a love song. But first round, we're all love songs, except yours. Uh, okay, we go backward now. Lunchbox, you're up. Ah, uh, man. Best duets. Okay, I'm going to go... Ah, this is tough. Uh, I'm going to go with You and Tequila, Kenny Chesney and Grace Potter. Right. You and Tequila make me crazy. I like poison in my blood. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like I'm going to run out. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Alan Jackson and Jimmy Buffett. It's five o'clock somewhere. Pour me something tall and strong Make it a hurricane Before I go insane It's only half past twelve But I don't care It's five o'clock somewhere Alright, I'm up. I have islands in the stream. I think I'm gonna go Dilemma, Nelly, and Kelly Rowland oh! as my second <laughs> one. I respect that and right before I turn to leave She said You don't know what you mean to me Kind of going off the beaten path a little bit, but I'm going to go Nelly and Kelly Rowland Dilemma. Raymundo? Yeah, is Garth and Trisha still around? Yeah, what song? Uh, In Another's Eyes. In Another's Eyes. Yeah! I'm afraid that I can't see this picture-perfect portrait that they paint. Morgan? <laughs> it's a tough one. What's your neck? What's your duet you're drafting? There's part of me that wants to just go totally off of my list based on what everybody's doing, but I think I'm gonna stick with this one. And it's an oldie but a goodie. It's over and over. Tim McGraw and Nelly. Oh, good one. 
You know, I had to decide which one of those to draft. I had them both listed <laughs> between the dilemma and over and over. Yeah. Nelly makes it twice, but then does he make it again with FGL? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. All right, we're drafting our favorite duets. Let's. Uh, Morgan, you'll make your final pick now. You have Whiskey Lullaby, and you have Over and Over. What is your final pick? I think, I, Ray, this isn't going to be on there because it wasn't on my list, but I just thought of it, and it's such a good one, but it's The Middle, Mary Morrison Zed. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I don't even have it on my list. That's I mean, a good one. I, I, that's why I just thought about it. So sorry, Ray, you won't have a clue. Well, we can, yeah. baby. Yeah. Oh, look at this. He found it. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? I'm losing my mind just a little. All right, Raymundo, your final pick. You have Does to Me from Luke Combs and Eric Church. In another's eyes, Garth and Trisha. Which final pick? I'm kind of feeling the uh, newer duets look. Instead of going these 40s, 50s people from years and years ago, why not do something from like I don't know this week? So I'm doing John Party and Thomas Rhett. Beer can't fix. Ain't nothing that a beer can't fix. It's a good song. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to go with Shallow, Lady Gaga, Bradley no, Cooper. That, oh, mm. Yeah. In the shadow, your favorite duet? What's left? That, that's what I, <laughs> that, that was, <laughs> I mean. There are still some big I ones. I know, I know, but I wanted that one for diversity. So I'm going to go with Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. That's a good one. Lunchbox, uh, your final draft pick in the uh, duet draft? Yep. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there and hopefully it gets accepted. Cowgirls Don't Cry by Reba and Brooks and Dunn. Cowgirls Don't Cry. All right, so you can go to bobbybones.com and vote on yours. Because I had almost took Dan and Shay with Justin Bieber, <gasps> 10,000 Hours. Oh, that is so good. I didn't. That was the two I was debating on. Oh, I need on that. I know. Can I go do it? No. Oh, that's so good. And uh, Empire State of Mind with Jay-Z and Alicia <laughs> Or Jackson, Johnny and June. I'm going to Jackson. We've been talking about Jackson ever since the fire went out. I'm going to Jackson. Don't you want to stay from Jason Aldean and Kelly Clarkson? Don't you want to stay I got you, babe, Sonny and Cher. Um, I got you, babe. BB Rex and FGL meant to be. That was another one. That, it is meant to be. I had a whole list, but... You know, you're trying to make your team equal. You know, a little bit of a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Okay, you know the song we used to perform together. You and I. Mm-hmm. You would bring me on stage like a couple different times. I know oh. for sure we did it in Wichita. Um, that's the reason our kids are ugly. Yeah. Yeah. You're the reason our kids yeah, yeah, yeah. are ugly. Conway Twitty. Yeah. Yeah. And Loretta Lynn. But I don't think that that would have made it. Well, I'm just saying, as a duet. You're the reason our kids are ugly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
All right, all right. Well, go vote. On right now, the draft scores are Bobby seven, Morgan number two seven, Lunchbox seven. Amy's got two wins. Wow. Eddie's got one, and Raimundo has zero. I've come close a couple times. You can, you can. I'll give you five seconds to beg to listeners now. Go ahead. Uh, I think this is the one to give to me. Honestly, it's a, it's mainly for millennials because I went with the newer people. But bring it, time. Baby. Nice. All right. <laughs> I was reading a story about how if you sleep in on the weekends, it actually does worse for your body than if you maintain your schedule. Yeah. Because it's best to keep a regular bedtime schedule and to get up at the same time. Your healthy schedule, but if you sleep in, your body gets all thrown off the clock. You can get sick. Your immunity is down. Yeah. My husband's been trying to tell me that for years, but given our schedule... It's no, we don't. I don't want to wake up as early as we do on a Saturday. It just feels good to sleep in some days, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, and then I have this voicemail here from Randy in Washington, D.C. Hey, Bobby, I got a question for you in uh, the studio. Who do you think would win in an arm wrestling match between you and Ryan Seacrest? I'm very interested what everybody thinks. Hopefully, they're honest, not just because you know they're your friend. All right, talk to you later. You want to go? Yeah, I'll go. You. I think me too, just because I'm a little bigger than you. I is. know that. Yeah, for a fact. Unless he was going to hire someone to arm wrestle me, then he would dominate me. Oh, yeah, because he has like he's extremely rich. $400 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just a little taller than Ryan. Yeah. And bigger. And, Not bigger in a bad way. Like y'all are both firm and trim. Or what's the word? I'll go with firm, firm. and trim. I'll take it. <laughs> y'all are both trim. But you're definitely, like he's... I'm just a little... He looks bigger on TV. In person, he's very small. Yeah. Like, and in person, you're still big. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Ryan, if you hear this, had nothing to do with that comment. It's no offense. Ryan will buy and sell all of us. I think that he likes that he's small. You know, I have nothing... <laughs> hey, I'm walking down this trail. Right? I don't know. Oh, I don't okay. think so. I think so. I wish I were bigger. All right, thank you. Thank you for that uh, voicemail, Randy and Washington, We were honest. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. Oh my goodness, Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake had a secret baby. I saw that on Instagram. That's what they say. They still haven't commented on it, but... Has she been pregnant? Well, we didn't know. So here's the thing. On social media, there's not been a full body picture of her or anywhere for that matter since March. But during the pandemic, which this timeline makes sense, they escaped to Big Sky, Montana. So that's where they've been quarantining. And so... Yeah, I'm sure they have a house there. Like, so they're chilling at their house there, but she obviously was pregnant and they haven't put anything out there. But I guess her mom has been there the past week helping with the baby. And a friend of the mom's confirmed to the Daily Mail that it's a baby boy. I guess I wonder if it was a surrogate. That's my only question about her being pregnant. Because if you don't know someone has a baby, then they have a baby. Sometimes it's been that. Well, they just call it a top secret pregnancy. So yeah, it was either in her body or somebody else's. Well, that's like a goal for me to have like a five-year-old and then reveal it on the fifth birthday. I kept it a secret that long. I was like, <laughs> all right, here he is, little Bobby Jr. And you're like, get a baby? Well, actually, he's nine today. That yeah. would be great. That's like um, t- like you told us the other day, Tucker Bethard posted on Instagram, oh, here's my two-year-old kid. Yeah, I don't know how long he's known, though. Oh, I thought he knew right away. He just was finally yeah. sharing it. I'm not sure. I read the whole caption and yeah. I got that. He knew about it from the beginning, but he just normally doesn't open up and share things like that. But he felt like she's just such a big part of his life. He's ready to share her. So I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Oh, good for him. Mm -hmm. So this is cool. Something that Zappos is doing is allowing customers to now buy single shoes. So you can buy 
Uh, like say you're an amputee and you only have one leg. Like now they're being like, hey, yeah, you can just buy the single shoe. This is t- t- for inclusion for anybody who just wants one shoe or maybe if they have one foot that's a whole size bigger than the other and they want to mix and match. Now that's an option. I'd probably order like an, uh, an 11 for the left foot then a baby shoe on the right. Is that really what's going on that with be, you? That would be fun. Okay. I don't know if that's an option. Just but to test yeah. them out, see if I can get the same ones. I wonder what to do with all the shoes that are left over. I don't I don't know exactly how they're they're working it out. I was wondering the same thing. Like then they're gonna have all these extra shoes, but I don't know if they work with the manufacturers. But I do think it's really cool because they said that they just really wanted to be able to cater to people that have been previously excluded from the footwear industry. <laughs> or just giving them a because you could still get the shoes mm-hmm. even if you had to order different sizes. Cause I had a friend who wore like an eleven and eight. One of his Feet were way smaller than the other, so we oh, had to order wow. two pairs of shoes. Yeah. Like, well, now this, now they're they're speaking to him now. Your right, friend. What else? And last but not least, Dirks Bentley is growing a mullet. You know, I saw a picture <laughs> of him. It looks like he's just growing his hair out. Oh well, I mean, I guess it could be that. Is he on the but bike. It's, it's definitely yeah. He's out. He's been doing a lot of biking in Colorado, but it's definitely yeah longer on top too. So maybe party in the front and party in the back. Nothing says party. <laughs> like that picture of Dirk Bentley. Yeah. Okay, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this second grader, Roxy White, she may not be able to go to school right now, but she loves to go to her school's playground to hang out and play and have fun and be a kid. But she noticed that it's been super littered lately with bottles and plastic and other trash. So she gathered her family, her parents and her grandparents, and now she's made it their duty. And she's the one that decided this. We're going to keep this playground clean. So they have all unofficially adopted the playground as a community service project for their family. That's cool. Good for her. Good for them. And just think if each family would pick a little corner of the world to adopt as their little community service project, we could keep it pretty clean. Well, they used to have adopt a highway and I thought people were so cool that got on that sign. In Arkansas, did you guys have adopt a highway? Oh, we had in Arkansas. You mean in Texas? You have, have in Texas? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, we got it. Mm-hmm. You'd drive down, you would see adopt a highway and, I, and Harvey's Chapel Baptist Church got the one near where my church was and I was so annoyed. Because I was like, we didn't claim it first. Do they still have it? You should adopt it. I don't the even highway. know that that's happening anymore. And I don't live at Mount Pine Baptist anymore. I know, but I mean, just somewhere adopt it. Eh, I'm good. You've adopted enough for all of us. You and Eddie. But then you have to, you're in charge with the adopting. Don't you have to coordinate the people to go out and pick up the litter? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was something they were doing a long time ago. I don't know if they do that anymore, even here. I know. Do you guys ever see adopt a highway signs? Nope. No. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's probably from when anyway, we were kids. Back in the day, that was awesome. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Coming up, we'll talk to Eddie and see if he has COVID-19. See if he has the coronavirus. Do you know? No, do you? What? I know. You know? Yeah. I didn't know he got his results now. Um, I know. I'm just going to say that. Okay. I had already told him last week not to come in today regardless. Oh, I would, you know, I was... That's what I was basing it off of. Mm -hmm. I looked around. I'm like, wait, well, what? (laughs) Okay. Okay. So we'll talk to Eddie coming up in a few minutes and see finally if he has the He's going to walk in the door and be like, I'm free. (laughs) That's what's going to happen. He's either going to walk in the room. Okay. Or, because we're going to have him on the phone anyway. Remember like George Strait? We had George Strait on the phone? Yes. Okay. So he's going to be on the phone, but he's either going to walk in the room or he's not. Okay. Um, By the way, let's go to this call. Here we go. No. Hey, Bobby and Show. I'm a big fan, listening to your podcast every day. Hey, I just uh, listening that you're going to Boise 
Bobby, for this show eventually. I just wanted to help you out because I care. There's no Z in, in the word Boise. It's not Boise, it's Boise. Drop the Z and uh, you'll sound like a local. Well, ha- we're happy to have you. Welcome to Idaho when you get here. Nice. I didn't know that. Boise. That's, That's what I would I, say. I grew I up saying Boise. Well, we obviously grew up wrong. Boy, but it's Boise? Boise. Oh, man. I'm so not a local. We're sorry. sorry. Everybody listening in Boise, we're very sorry. Now we know. Yeah, always give us that feedback, though. We're open to being better people. Mm-hmm. 877-77-BOBBY. Here's the next one. Hey, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Hey, I got a question for you. I watch To Tell the Truth all the time, and I've been waiting for your episode, and I wonder if you happen to know when your episode is going to air. I'm excited about watching it. Maybe this week, maybe next week. You know, I went over almost a year ago, and I was one of the celebrity panelists on To Tell the Truth. That's how you know how, how hurting they were for celebrities. <laughs> They're scraping. And so I went and did an episode, and I think it airs this week or next week. But the weird thing was, after that episode that you see, I went and met Caitlin for the first time. Mm-hmm. We went on our first date right after that episode. So, um, yeah, I taped so, it November 24th, and then yeah. right after that, I went and I, Caitlin and I had our first date, which she didn't know was a date, she claims. Right. Yeah. Well, good thing they got desperate for you because that allowed you to go take her out. True. You probably would have anyways, but who knows when. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anthony Anderson was a really nice guy. He was the host of that show? I don't know. You know who that is? Mm-mm. Oh, nice guy. All right, let's go to Amy and get the joke. Here we go. The morning corny. Why did the banker quit his job? Why did the banker quit his job? Eh, he lost interest. Nice. <laughs> that was the morning corny. This is Nikki in Buffalo, New York. I have a question about how you've never had alcohol before. I'm curious, like, if you were to get married, would you have, like, a little bit of champagne? And if you did ever have a drink, who from the show would you like to be there with you? Okay, thanks. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks for the question. If I decide to have a drink, it's kind of like I pop the bubble and I'm just going to drink from now on. I haven't just because of my history where, you know, my dad left and he was an alcoholic. He left when, he, when I was, you know, five, six years old and he peaced out. My mom died from, you know, drugs and alcohol. So I just saw it at a young age and said, this is not for me because I don't want to have my kids in this situation. So then... I decided never to drink. I just turned 40. I haven't had a drink of alcohol. And it's nothing moral. I would like to drink. But I know, because I do everything all the way, or I don't do it at all. I've thought about just going, you know what? I would like to beat it. I would like to beat the fear of having alcohol consume me. Because I'm a competitive person. Even with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that getting married would make me want to celebrate. Most of it would be a curiosity, and I would want to do it by myself. Does that make sense? But if, well, because I, I wouldn't think... champagne, I wouldn't celebrate with champagne. For me to celebrate and have something I like, I would do that with cherry cheesecake. Because okay. I don't like champagne. You celebrate with something that you like. Okay. So I wouldn't do that. No. What was your question? Well, I think the with the layer of getting married, it could be that you have, I mean, your wife, that's like a super safe, that might be the safest relationship that you have. Or, you know, potentially. I would hope that for you and your wife, but you could share that moment with her. Like if you got married, that could be the person that it's like a very safe thing. So if, yeah, I, and I think what we would do is just do, 
you know, fire bombs or what do, what do you call it? Fire bombs. Fire bombs. Fire bombs. Just go hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, who on the show? Probably Amy, because if I was like, oh, this is not for me. Or if I got really sick, I think from the show. I'd hold your hair back. Probably Amy would take care of me the most. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nikki, thank you for that question. All right. Our video producer, my best bud, Eddie is on the phone. He's been out because he got tested for coronavirus. We didn't know if he had it or not, but he's on the phone right now. Eddie, how are you? I'm good, Bones. How are you? I'm good. How you feeling? I feel great, man. I feel really good. So we have this. Amy, why are you looking all funny? Uh, okay. I don't know because, I mean, he's... He's either in the garage and he's going to walk in the studio and be like, I don't have it. Or he's going to go, nope. I'm still at home in the bed, and I have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raymondo, can I get a drum roll, please? Eddie and I have been talking a lot over the weekend, and Oof. let me say this. I was surprised by what he told me. Are you going to walk in the door? Everybody look at the door. Is he going to walk Man. in, or does he have corona? Eddie, All it, right, it's guys. now in your control. You can delay it out however much you want. All right, here we go. Here we go. I've been waiting for this. I will not be walking through that door, ladies and gentlemen, because I have tested positive for Corona. Oh, my gosh. If you had to call anybody that you've been oh, near wow. and said, hey, you know, because there's protocol. A- Amy, I-, I've, I haven't been around anyone. Like, I-, I don't think you understand. Like, unless I call the people at the gas station on the drive from Florida to Nashville, I mean, I, don't, I haven't been by anyone. Well, how's your family? Is anybody else sick? Has your wife been tested? No, my wife has not been tested. She is not sick. My kids are not sick. Okay. Uh, my mother, my mother-in-law, who was taking care of our kids while we went to Florida, she is now getting tested because she's not feeling well. Oh, wow. How old is she? I mean, she's not young. Hey, Raymundo, I know you had a big beef with Eddie because you were mad he went to Florida instead of Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> that's way behind me. I, I'm just very sad right now for Eddie that he has a coronavirus. This just took a nuts turn. Did he get in Florida? Who knows? Who cares? He just needs to get better. Hopefully, he gets shakes it. Yeah. What? Yeah. What if? I mean, your smell needs to return. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean. I mean. I've really like you guys have been checking on me and everything, and I do feel better. I feel great. The thing is, the only thing that's gotten a little worse is my chest. The congestion's gotten a little worse. You know, like it hurts to take a deep breath. But I mean, if I'm just, I can breathe fine. That's probably the only thing that's concerning. Wow. You're- but so so the doctor says, doctor says basically wait till about Tuesday. If my symptoms start going away by Tuesday, then we're good. We're good to start leaving the room, go outside, hang out with the family a little bit. Well, when, are you, the- when are you getting tested again? Yeah, and your wife also, because she could be asymptomatic and she could give it back yeah. to you. Yeah, so so I would probably go back and get tested as soon as my symptoms are done. So whether that's Tuesday, Wednesday, whichever one. And then you have to wait another four or five days. Yeah. Now we haven't I mean, seen I mean, Eddie the, in over the two test weeks. Did take about five days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm going today to get a test, but it's a rapid test, so it's two days. So I don't know why you wouldn't sign up for that. You know. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that yesterday. I think that's what I want to try to do: find the rapid test. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what the difference is. I have no idea. This one just took longer. 
So I'm going to test it today, not because of Eddie, because I haven't seen Eddie in person in over two weeks. Right. I feel confident about that. Like if we had just seen him or something, or let's say his symptoms hadn't kicked in, I'm like, just thank goodness he didn't come here right after vacation or it'd be all of us. Well, I had to call and talk with HR because they almost closed the studio down. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because if he's sitting over there at that table and he's in the window of having coronavirus. Yeah, but. But he wasn't because our last day that we were here Mm -hmm. was July 1st before we went away for vacation. Right. So we're gone like a half week, then a full week, and then we didn't see Eddie for another few days after that. So he hasn't been in here in over two weeks. But yeah, Eddie, if you're just uh, turning in the radio on, Eddie has coronavirus and he's in his room. How long have you been in your room now? I've been in my room for 10 days now. Anybody have anything they want to say to him? Lunchbox? Man, Eddie, I hope you you get better, dude. I I feel bad for you. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to sit here and gloat or anything, but you took shots at Ray and I, your tweets talking about, "Oh, look who has to go get corona tests." And I'm just saying, man, you can never be too careful, right? That's what you're telling people you cuz you say you're so careful. I mean, oh, I hope you get better, dude. Oh, this is terrible. He takes a shot and ends it with, I hope you get better. <laughs> well, I get it. He took a lot of shots at Ray and yeah. I on Twitter about no, I us. It. And so I, I don't know. I just, I feel bad that you're sick, dude. But And I hope your family's okay. And man, was the call anything like the call you got from my lady? Uh, no, actually, actually, they emailed me. Oh, so it wasn't even a call. Oh, oh so when you got the email, did you just think it was negative since they said they were going to email you negative? Yes, I had already pictured it in my head that I was going to run downstairs and show my family and like be like, woohoo, guys, I'm free. But that wasn't the case. And, and what did it say? Yeah. Uh, it just basically says, you know, here's the, uh, this is, you've been tested for this. Um, and then are you positive or negative, basically? And then it just goes down the list. And what did you think immediately when you saw positive? I didn't see it immediately. And then I was just kind of like kept looking for it. And then I saw the word, but then I didn't really understand it because they use a lot of code. <laughs> and so I read it like 20 times. And then finally, I'm like, okay, no, there's no doubt. Yeah, got it. But then how did you feel? Well, I, you don't feel good. I mean, the, the closure the closure is good. I mean, the, the understanding of what's what you're dealing with is better, but other than that, you don't feel great. And then you just start thinking like, gosh, like what, where could this have happened? Like, yeah. really? Like where, who? I'll be the first to tell you guys if I was being reckless in any way about it, I was not. I've worn my mask everywhere I've gone. We did not, I haven't been to a restaurant in months. I haven't been in a public place in months other than to go in and pick up food really quick with a mask. I don't know what to tell you guys. If anything, this thing is real, and it's easier to get than you think. Where do you think you got it? I have no idea, Bones. No idea. Because I would be trying to dial in and I'd make my top three list. For sure. I mean, for sure there is the travel. I mean, your gas stations, you're going the drive throughs You could have got at your food. kid's baseball game, too, honestly. A kid baseball game, you know? Like, everyone's wearing masks, but there's a lot of people, a lot of people in one area. Yeah. Well, listen, we need you to get better. We need you to test negative twice. Is that what the rule is? I don't know. Before you come back? Oh, is it? Yeah. So we'll see you in September, it looks like, as slow as the tests are now. (laughs) Good God. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm hopeful for the rest of your family. Like, that's great your wife hasn't had any symptoms. Hopefully. Yeah, that, that, honestly, that's been that's been the tough part, not being able to see my kids and my wife. 
Yeah. Like my wife will come in and give me food and she'll wear a mask or whatever, but literally I haven't touched my kids. I haven't held the baby in like 10 days. Well, on the bright side, Eddie and I have been playing video games every night. He sits in, we put the headset on and play for like hours. <laughs> is he yeah. getting better? Yeah, he is getting better. Yeah, yeah, he is. Mm. It can't get worse. The more you play, the better you get. <laughs> All right, Eddie, we're rooting for you. Get better. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, All right there he is. All right, there is Eddie. Uh, he has COVID-19, the old corona. What's the average body temperature? 96.8. Close, 98.6. Oh, see, I'm a little dyslexic at times. Well, now, though, they're saying that that body temperature was set in 1871 by a German doctor. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that people say, yeah, 98.6. But now they say it's uh, 97.5. Okay. The humans have cooled off a little bit. Hygiene, medical care. Sometimes they beat me because I have to go in like the Grand Ole Opry, and mm-hmm. I get beeped every time. But they'll leave their gun outside, and they go, boop, 102. Well, this can't be right. And they have <laughs> to go and warmer. put it in the air conditioner, and oh, they go, no. boop. No, okay, 97 point. But yeah, the, the new average body temperature is 97.5. Had a good weekend. Went out, and uh, we drove six hours to Arkansas, and we looked at a place, a little cabin, First one wasn't for us in Higdon, Arkansas. So we looked at another one. I think we looked at like seven places overall. Did I tell you how we found our realtor in Arkansas? No. We were there a week and a half ago on vacation, and I just went on a website and was like, oh, I'll look at this place. And so I hit the button that says contact realtor. And so like an idiot, I put my name and email and phone number all in that stuff. And so I'm like, yeah, well, I'd like to talk about this place. We ended up not looking at that place, but... Then my phone goes, just starts being, I don't know where they dump all that information to like 10 people. But the first person that hit me up, I was like, cool, we'll meet you. She's the one that sold us our house. Oh. And what was funny was we, you know, I put my real name down, which is not my, my real last name's not Bones. So I put my real name down and I was like, here's my phone number, here's my email. And so she's like, okay, cool. We're trying to line up places to go look at. And then I guess they need a driver's license to go into the house. I don't know, some sort of picture identification to go and like when you drive, you uh, test drive a car. Mm-hmm. And so I sent my driver's license over and she replies back, are you Bobby Bones? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, now I have all of your info. Yeah. So, but we found us a little cabin. I'm pretty excited about that. And so I can go back to Arkansas and not have to get a hotel. I can do any sort of work I need to do there. Any sort of future work. I can, re- we're up in the woods on a little mountain. So pretty pretty pumped about that. That's awesome. Yeah, but I had a pretty good weekend. We were playing um, video games. Eddie, I, I've known that Eddie had coronavirus for a couple days. Uh, we sent him food last night because his wife's got four kids. Yeah. And so Caitlin and I ordered him a bunch of food and sent it over so she doesn't have to cook for everybody all the time because I'm sure she's struggling running around. So that's why I hit him up. I was like, hey, dude, let me know ahead of the show because I'll help take care of you, yeah. know, you and the kids No, the that's awesome. That's super thoughtful. But we've been playing video games pretty much every night. We played last night way later than we should have. But there's four of us that play this NBA 2K. Me, Eddie, my friend Mike Signs, my friend Steve Ortiz. But we need a fifth for a team. So I got on Twitter and I'm like, hey, anybody want to play with us? And this 19-year-old kid named Andrew in Wichita, he goes to uh, Kansas, but he's living back. He plays with us every night now. He's now part of our squad. And literally, it was just somebody who replied to me on Twitter. And now he's in with us and he plays all the time. And he's way better than we, 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 we suck compared to the really good players. Yeah. But he plays with us every night now. That's awesome. And so I love that. We kind of uh, we squatted up with a listener who he said that we were talking because he goes to KU and he played basketball in high school. I think it was pretty good. But he didn't he doesn't play at KU, but he scrimmages against the girls' college team. They went and found a bunch of good rec players at 
on ca- real basketball, not video game basketball. Okay. Real basketball. Like, they find a bunch of rec players at KU and they scrimmage against the girls and they get paid in merch, like oh. Kansas merch. Isn't that cool? What That's a fun awesome. little gig. Yeah, his name's Andrew though, so he's like our our, our new uh, basketball player. But did that this weekend. I did see the story too. Sometimes I look at these stories and I just I'm like, what is what's wrong with people? Three Spirit Airline employees were injured in a fight that broke out at a South Florida airport over a delayed flight. Three passengers have been arrested and charged with battery. Here's audio from a video as it's happening. It's in an airport. It's in an air. That's happening in an airport in America. I was about to say, that sounds like it's not happening here. The employee suffered minor injuries when three passengers, quote, became combative following a delayed flight. The weird thing is, I also get annoyed if there's a delayed flight, right? But nobody wants a delayed flight. There's a the pilot doesn't, the airline doesn't, the flight attendants don't, the okay. passengers don't. Yeah. So when I get annoyed, I can have to check myself and go, you know what? Nobody wants this to be delayed. Either something's broken and we don't want to fly, or somebody's sick, or something that isn't, or a flight is delayed because something else happened somewhere else. But in the clip, several women can be seen hurling items at the workers before going behind the counter and attacking one of the employees. Play that clip again. This is insane. Among the items thrown at employees were phones, shoes, full water bottles, metal boarding signs. They were throwing fast food at them. Are you, who, what kind of person would do this? Would just start throwing stuff at someone behind an airline counter. Do you think they wanted to delay your flight? What do you think? I I think it's it's sad to me. I don't understand that kind of behavior. And I just wish people could step back. And hopefully if they're seeing this now and that's them, they're like, oh, I shouldn't act that way. Listen again. They threw shoes. I would never throw one of my shoes. I need that. I mean, I get it back. Phones. I don't want my phone screen to crack. They're being so irrational here. Full bottle. Where are they getting metal boarding signs? Are they just ripping stuff off the ground and chunking it behind the counter? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what's wrong with people? What's wrong yeah, with wrong people? people? Thank you. A 10-year-old boy's in stable condition after being pulled out of a boat by a shark. Whoa. The yeah. shark just straight up went up in there and pulled the boy out? Yes. The boy was on a fishing boat with his father and two friends no. when the shark bit the boy and pulled him into the water. No. Quote, all of a sudden the shark leaped clean out of the water hit the side of the boat and snapped the rod clean off the rod holder, grabbed the boy all in one swipe, mm. pulled him into the water. The boy's father immediately jumped into the water to save his son. They took the boy to a nearby seafood shop where first aid was administered until an ambulance arrived. He's going to be fine. But imagine seeing that happen. Oh, crazy. I bet the dad jumped in and didn't even think about it. He was blacked out, but just instinct says, there goes the kid. I got to go get him. Mm-hmm. Like jumping in prepared to fight a shark. Isn't that wild? Which is crazier, watching people at an airport chunk shoes and metal signs at someone behind or a shark in a boat where there are sharks already living. You know there are sharks there. Yeah, the humans at the airport. Me too, humans. Because they know how to behave. The shark was behaving actually how he behaves. Shark was just being a shark. Right. Those humans are not just being humans. I'm surprised that's your pick, but yes, I agree with you. They're the audacity of people. The audacity. The, you know Amy's getting mad if she's using words <laughs> like audacity. Well, just, I don't know. I think that, I guess people have always been this way. It's just now we see it a lot more because of social media. You know, it can't be that suddenly we're just 
stupid. But we can be influenced by watching a lot of stupid videos. No. Like if you watch it, in general, you are what you surround yourself by. Good influences, bad influences. Imagine if you look at dumb videos, people getting irritated all the time. Then maybe you start to behave that way. Yeah, because I play a lot of NBA 2K20 and I've been just dra- at home just busting balls. Boom. Okay. We play basketball over the weekend. We only play ball with like people in our little circle anyway. We're not hanging out with a bunch of folks. But uh, one of my friends who we play with every week came over. Scuba Steve came over and played. Oh, it's, fun. Yeah, we had five of us. We played knockout. Scuba, how, did you enjoy the basketball? Yeah, man, that was awesome. I haven't played knockout in quite some time, so that was really cool. Thanks again, man. Do you not play knockout, Amy? I I've, I mean, I know that I've played it before, but I couldn't tell you right so now. So I'll shoot, and if I miss it, the person behind me makes it, I'm knocked out. Oh. The person behind you is trying to make it. So, But we played for probably two hours. That's the most cardio you had in a long time, Scuba? <laughs> At least in probably about a year. Scuba's shirt was a different color when he left. <laughs> oh. But it was worth it, though. I feel great today. Yeah, it was great. We had a lot of fun doing that. I'll wrap with this. The Golden Girls house is for sale for $3 million. Thank you for being the homemade famous and outdoor shots for the Golden Girls can be uh, yours for about $3 million. Two nine nine nine. The irritating thing is you go and you're like, man, I want to get this house. People come over to the Golden Girls house, but the inside's probably not made like the inside of the TV show. Right. And then people are always going to drive by your house because I've driven by the Golden Girls house. You have? Yeah. It's in California. Really? Yeah. So there. Oh, the house is not located in Miami, but yeah. in Los Angeles. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I drove past it. And I've also gone by the full house house. So when you buy those places, you have to be prepared for people wanting to come and take a picture in the front or whatever. The Brady Bunch house sold for $3.5 million. Mm-hmm. The Full House house sold for $5.5 million. And the Sex in the City Brownstone, the apartment facade, $9.65 million. Wow. And I think that's just because of where it is. Like, all those go up. I think... It's location, too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Man, that's crazy. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Tyler is 26 years old. He's living with autism from Massachusetts. He's been working at the movie theater, but Corona, he gets furloughed, doesn't have a job, and he tells his mom, Mom, I want to do something to help out. What if I collect cans and bottles and donate the money to, you know, charities? So she's like, yeah, great idea. So he's knocking on neighbors' doors, and then his mom puts it on Facebook. He's raised $1,600 because people drop cans off in his front yard, and he spends five hours a day sorting them. Wow. Long time. That's good by a lot. I mean, even the people dropping them off. Yes, they drive for miles away and just drop the bags off in his front yard and he sorts them all out and they donate all the money. Amy, your son wanted to do that for a while. Yeah, he's been doing that. But then you realize there's not a lot of money in that. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. does he, if people just started dumping cans into your yard. Yeah. Because I know Lunchbox did that a little bit. Yeah, I drove by and threw them out in the front yard. He literally threw them in my yard, which was fine. And then one day he dropped off a bunch of glass. And then, or something, and then we realized like our state doesn't really take glass. <laughs> so, so just now you have yeah, a bunch of trash. Amy's son told me he wanted to raise three hundred million dollars or something like that. Nice, <laughs> but he's raised a total of a quarter. A quarter, nice. <laughs> all right, that's a good story though. Nice job, lunchbox. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Usually in this music school segment, I do one, Eddie does one, but Eddie has coronavirus. You can go hear the podcast where he revealed that to us. So he's not here. So I'm going to do it by myself today. Let's take them to class. Bobby and Eddie's music school is now in session. Up in the morning and out to school. All right, you probably know this song right here. 
our lives are better left to I see you know it. Yeah, the dance. Garth Brooks, the dance. Now, the guy who wrote the song was Tony Arata. He said he knew he was onto something when he first began working on the song in the mid-'80s, but he didn't have a full theme or a title. He was in the early stages. He watched a movie called Peggy Sue Got Married, and he was like, all right. So it's about a woman who travels through time back to her high school days. And he was like, man, that hit me so hard. So he pitched it. He finished it. All No one would take it. It was one of these songs that nobody took. Nobody took. No artist was interested in it because it was unusual subject matter. And so when unsigned, Garth Brooks heard him perform the dance at the Bluebird Cafe. And Garth has told this story in here before, too. He was like, hey, can I cut that if I ever get a record deal? And so he said, yeah, sure. And so, boom, there it is. 1989, it goes. It hits number one for three weeks. I'm going to get a corona test tonight, like 6 or 7 o'clock. I have a time. I don't have any symptoms. I don't feel bad at all. But I feel like if I can get one, I might as well get one. And, you know, they say it's a rapid test, that it's going to take two to three days. But Lunchbox said that his wife got one. They said that, but it was 15 minutes, huh? 15 minutes, got the call. I just feel like with Eddie having it, although I haven't seen him for two weeks... And then we have somebody else up here whose wife has it. I'm just like, I'm going to go get tested. Yeah. Be proactive about it. I was reading a story about Tom Hanks where he said that coronavirus for him made his bones feel like soda crackers. He just said he just felt like it was all like, like oh. crushing. Go listen to the podcast if you want to hear Eddie talk about it. Because now he's starting to get symptoms again. Like he's, he said he's like not breathing as well anymore. Oh, no. Yeah. We said it earlier. I know. Different. I'm saying, like, thinking about it, like, the different symptoms that have popped up for him over the days. Do you see Kylie Jenner? Because she's in all over the internet because there's a picture of her kid, Stormy. She, Stormy was sitting in a little purse, and that purse was an $1,100 Louis Vuitton. Her daughter's two. And what are people saying? Why does your two-year-old have an $1,100 purse? And does she reply, because I'm a billionaire? <laughs> like, who cares? I feel the same like, way. Who cares? Get, right. I mean, it's all relative. Like, yeah. someone might be with, like, literally nothing might be worked up if someone has a $100 handbag. I mean, whatever. People need to... And there on. are literal things to get upset about. Exactly, and this not is not this. one of them. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not shocked. Like, that doesn't shock me. And <laughs> she probably got it for free. Right. Like, that's the thing, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taco Bell is removing 12 items from its menu. We talked about this. But, Morgan, if you had to pick, because you're a Taco Bell connoisseur. I am. Well, are there any of these that you love that they're they're taking off? Oh, yeah. One of them is one that I literally get every time I go, and what? I am so bummed about it. It's the cheesy potato loaded griller, and it's gone. It's literally what I order every single time. What? I've never even tried that. I've never even heard of it. <laughs> Cheesy potato loaded griller. So yeah. I assume it's a grilled burrito situation with cheese and potatoes inside? Cheese, queso, and sour cream and like a tortilla, yeah. Mm. It's grilled. Sounds amazing. <laughs> they're getting rid of their chips and dips, though, it says. What? Yeah, that too. Their nachos supreme are going to be off the list. That kind of stinks. Why are they doing this Why would this they get again? rid of nachos supreme? I forget why they're doing it. There's people aren't buying it enough, so. Well, so... A lot of these are considered some of their um, like more vegetarian options. And since they rolled out a new vegetarian menu, it's like, okay, well, we don't need these anymore. There's a few on there that have meat in them, but for the most part, that's why. So hmm. they're creating demand. What's the coolest thing you've seen on the internet recently? Amy, you're first. Well, someone tweeted out this explore.org and I clicked on it because they have live cams on all kinds of wildlife all over the world. And particularly in Africa, they have these cams that are on these gorillas and you can just sit there and watch them eat or sleep or just 
crawl around. And what, what's the website? Be up in a tree. It's explore.org. And you don't have to watch the gorillas. That's the one that I kind of like. It's very something soothing about it. Like I've just caught myself sometimes sat at my computer for five minutes and watched a gorilla eat some bamboo. In my yard, we have two big bucks that just chill. They jump the fence and they just hang out in the yard. Mm-hmm. And then when I go look for them, they're not there. I think they, when it cools down on the front side and the back side, but they're, they have pretty sizable racks on them. And we, it's two dudes. Yeah. You don't even need explore.org. You got it right there in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, let's look out the window. Yeah. Yeah, big boys too. All right, that's cool. Lunchbox, what do you have? Well, there's this guy in Maryland. His name is Ray Han. And after high school, he didn't get into a single college. He didn't have good grades. So he started working at a trash company, cleaning dumpsters with cockroaches. And he said everybody he worked with, 100% of them had been to prison at some point in their life. And they're like, look, dude, you're too smart to be working at here. You need to go to college. So he met someone who introduced him to a professor, got him into some small school. He graduated from Maryland, and he just got accepted to Harvard Law School. Wow. That's crazy. That's awesome. Love it. Unreal. It's very cool. Amy, I just pulled up your explore.org live cams. I'm watching uh, brown bears in Katmai National Park in Alaska. And this big bear is in the middle of a stream, and there are trout just flopping all around him. It is wild. You can pick whatever region, whatever animals, but it's pretty cool. Wow. Everybody should check this out. Explore.org slash live cams. It's a good story, though, Lunchbox. Um, I'm going to bring mine here. So I love shoes. I have a lot of shoes. Um, They're doing a new auction because they have a bunch of rare Michael Jordan shoes. So this one manager that used to work for the uh, New Jersey Nets back in the day took a pair of Michael Jordan's old shoes. Either he left them to him or he found them, but he's selling them. It is a 1984 Nike Airship high top sneaker. They think it's going to get around four to five hundred thousand dollars. Wow! For an old pair of shoes that he took and saved. Because what happened is, whenever the documentary came out, you watched some of that, right? Yep. Um, that all the Michael Jordan stuff started to skyrocket in price. So they think a half a million dollars for a pair of old used Michael Jordan shoes. Isn't that wild? It's crazy. Uh, Morgan, what do you have? Coolest thing on the internet. Well, I'm really into superheroes. So this uh, teenager's best friend was diagnosed with a disease and she wanted to do something to cheer her up. And so she went looking for comic books, but there was no comic books with disabilities. So the girl drew her own comics, created three comic books for her friend and then started selling them for a nonprofit. And I thought that was pretty awesome. You know, speaking of superheroes, you know the kid that jumped out in front of his sister and he got bit by the dog? We yeah. talked about that. And Chris Evans goes, hey, man, I'm going to send you a Captain America shield. Well, now Robert Downey Jr., he's talking to that same kid and he says, hey, man, I'm going to get you a birthday gift. Here, listen to this. Bridger, you're a rock star. My name's Robert Downey Jr. I play Tony, makes me an old friend of Cap's. I hear he sent a shield your way. I'm going to do one better. You call me on your next birthday. I got something special for you. Late. By the way, that's promise. Promise needs a shield. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now the superheroes are trying to one-up They're- each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Raymundo, our audio producer, what do you have? Yeah, on Sports Center's Instagram page, they're not doing a lot of sports right now, so they're posting other stuff going on. But this lady, she caught a 900-pound fish. I saw that it, thing. It's a monster. Yeah, and the coolest thing is it's worth $2 million because it can make so much tuna. And they said it can make over, like, 6,000 tuna sandwiches. Aww. She can sell that fish for millions of dollars. Isn't that insane? Oh. So she's going to... That's what she's going to do? Or do you throw it back? No, 
no, oh, she's throw it back. Are you crazy? Well, some people fish to throw it back. Not that. Not. T- I don't think oh, okay. catching no. a massive tuna, no. No, and it took her over four hours to reel it in. Dang. Shout out. Lunchbox, what is it? it wait, this is a 13-year-old? No, no, no. This lady's easily oh. middle age. <laughs> yeah, there are. Listen, I those, Googled what and it came up 13 year old, and I was like, oh my gosh. There you go. That's the coolest stuff we found on the internet. <laughs> Let's talk to Aaron Watson. You may know Aaron from Out of Style. Here's this hook. We're never going out of style. I was thinking while the sun is He's got a new song right now called Whisper My Name. Here's that. Because when you whisper my name, you find that engine up. Feel that for all the He's on right now. Aaron, you there? Yeah, what's up, Bobby? Hey, man. So, hey, I was uh, at a Carabas the other night, and Caitlin and I were ordering our, our, I think we had some, what's that squid called, Amy? Calamari. Calamari. Yeah, ordered some calamari, and they brought it to the table. And over the top, as I'm eating my calamari, I hear, never going out of style. Yeah. I was thinking about you. Thanks, brother. That's all. Just some calamari and... Aaron Watson. Well, I, hey, I got to tell y'all, so I was on, on the line listening to y'all talk about shirtless selfies. <laughs> I have a confession. I was I was, I was, was the lifeguard for my kids the other day. I got a new cowboy hat. I posted a dad shirtless selfie, and now I'm, I think I'm going to delete it as soon as I get off the phone with you. You know, it's it exists. It's the internet. You don't pull anything off the internet. It, even if you do, it stays up there. So you might as well leave it. But, but you're also not on a dating app with it. That's the difference. Okay. Okay. You know? Okay. I'm feeling very insecure no, with no. my dad shirtless selfie. Okay, I'm all right. Aaron Watson's on with us. But this, I'm looking at this shirtless selfie that you put on Instagram. You look jacked. Like, what in the world are you doing? Well, push-ups, pull-ups. We've got a little gym here at the house. And we go out and we work out. And we do squats and some bench press and curls and pull-ups and we've been doing that in the mornings which is fun aaron watson has uh put out a new song less than a year after dropping 20 new ones on us we talked about this last year he's a songwriting machine got this song called whisper my name aaron tell me about this song whisper my name it's a song about that song that brings back that takes you back in time you know it's it's like isn't it funny how a melody can bring back a memory and it's a song about that and and, and the, the the verses are just kind of it was where i was at in my career getting started man we would play in amarillo at the golden light cafe for 30 or 40 people we'd play in fort worth at the white elephant saloon for nobody but then we'd go down to college station texas we play at the texas hall of fame and it would sell out 2,000 people. I don't know, Bobby. I just wanted to have, in, in, in all this craziness that we're all going through, I wanted a really lighthearted, fun song for the country music fans. So it's been fun. I'm with us right now, Aaron Watson here on the Bobby Bone Show. And we're going to play the song now. This is Whisper My Name. Aaron, good to talk to you, hopefully. Bro, thank you for this. Thank you so much. It's a good song. Or he wouldn't do it. That right, everybody? That's right. That's right. Uh-huh. All right, Aaron. Talk to you soon. Thank you all. All right, see you. See you, buddy. Do you know they have a diet called the all-corn diet? No. And for five days, you eat nothing but corn? Whatever kind of corn, like corn on the cob. As long as it's corn, corn it's tortillas. one of these new diets where you feel great, <laughs> you lose weight, but you have to do all corn. Okay. Clarity is supposedly better. Okay. What do you think about the all-corn diet? I mean, I'm not into it. I prefer a variety of nutrients. I just feel like it seems kind of dumb. But I like corn. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I eat corn. What's so- the weirdest diet you ever did, looking back? 
through all the years of fad diets. Ugh, I'm so glad I'm not a dieter anymore, but yes, I have done them all. Um, the weirdest one was like when I did Richard Simmons. <laughs> nice. Did you buy the cards? <laughs> yeah. It came with this whole program. I don't even know. And it was like colors. I don't know. I didn't, it didn't last very long. It was very, I was dumb. Um, but that was, I was super young. Which is crazy to think I was dieting at such a young age because I think I was probably like 17 or 18 when I did that one. Silly. Did you ever do the videos, Richard Simmons dance videos? Yeah, I would do the videos. But he had the whole, whole meal plan thing. Yeah. That was the diet part. Morgan, you ever do a crazy diet, crazy fat diet? <laughs> well, I mean, my lifestyle vegetarian kind of is one, but no. I, I, a little bit before everybody started to do that. But um, I did P90X, the workout and the diet thing. Mm-hmm. It was pretty intense. I didn't last very long. I got pretty ripped on P90X. Remember when I ordered all the equipment? I think I gave you some. Yeah, Amy ordered because, everything and then just gave it all to me because yeah. she was like, I guess no, I'm not going <laughs> to do like, this. It's intense. <laughs> I did it for like a week. I was like, okay, no. Yeah, it was intense. And that one dude who's like 70, but he's ripped, yes. who would do the workouts with you. Mm-hmm. You remember that guy? Yeah. I did Billy Blank's Tybo in college. Oh, yeah. And I would go do it in the like in the <laughs> dorm, but there was a main room. And I would go do it in the main room, hoping people would join me. And Did I was always, no, I was always the guy doing it by myself. I was a weirdo doing Tybo. You're like, in five, six, yeah. seven, and pull me in. That guy's name is Tony Horton. Yes. Yeah, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's about to be 60 years old, so I think I was a little, little high with his age. But anyway, check out the uh, all-corn diet. But Billy Blanks was awesome. Richard Simmons, we kind of go through, who's the greatest workout person? Remember Jake, Body by Jake? Oh, yeah. He was ripped up with all the muscles? Boy, that was a good one. Um... My mom used to do Jane Fonda videos all the time. So those always pop into my head because I would do them at home with her. Probably just like trying to hang with her. Not really. Uh, I'm going to other- go for me, Tony Horton with P90X. That he was a, I was, that guy would inspire me a little bit. I'm going Tony Horton. Yours? I guess one that I really was into was legit Tybo. Billy Blanks. So I'll go with that. Morgan, you? Well, when it was like a fad, I don't even know that there was a specific trainer, but it was Zumba. And you first did the Zumba dance classes. Was there anybody that was like the king of Zumba, queen of Zumba? I think there was. I just don't know if there, I remember her name. Remember um, Bob Harper? I think he's doing all of weight loss. What's that show called? I uh, used to be the biggest loser. I don't think he's on there anymore, though. I think he has it now on USA, doesn't he? Oh. Isn't it his show now? I haven't watched. I mean, since it left regular, I don't know who's there. And Jillian Michaels was the other girl. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, the Bobby Bones Show. Earlier in the show, Eddie came on and revealed he has coronavirus. He's on with us now. Eddie, what's it like listening to the show instead of being in the room? It's. I mean, it, I wish I wish I was there. I have like a lot of opinions. I want to jump in and like say, <laughs> "Oh, I, I, I got to say something about that." Can't do that, but it's cool. I mean, you guys are funny, man. I love it. Do you just want to leave you on the phone for four hours? Five hours? <laughs> I just I just sit here and just chime in whenever I want. Uh, so go back and hear the podcast. Morgan, is that one of the things you're going to say? Yeah, it was. And we did the duets draft too, so. Check out the podcast, uh, the revelation of Eddie having coronavirus, and he kind of talks about what he thinks happened, what didn't happen, uh, all that's up there. What are you going to do today, Eddie? What's, what are you doing? What's your plan? Oh, let me check. Um, I got to eat lunch. Um, I'm going to eat dinner, play yeah. some video games. There's been a book sitting right next to me this whole time, but I haven't read it. I, might, I thought I you were going to start reading it today. I thought that was like your thing this year was to read. And you have nothing yeah. to do. <laughs> let's see. Let's see how the video games go. And if, if I'm not playing well, I'll start reading this book. Are you only playing 2K or are you playing um, Call of Duty 2? 
no, man, I played Call of Duty, and then the, the gunfire just gave me a headache. And I was like, ah, this is too much for me right now. I'm going to go back to basketball. You think it was the gunfire or the corona that gave you the headache? Is that is that a <laughs> symptom? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Probably a little bit of both. Huh. All right, man. Uh, I'll, I'll catch up with you later today. That's <laughs> okay, it. We're going to play today? With our headsets on? Duh. Are we going to play today? <laughs> Does a bear poop in the woods? Duh. <laughs> All right, Eddie, we'll talk to you soon. All right, bye, guys. All right, there he is, Eddie, who... Uh, was diagnosed with COVID-19 and is all, mostly is better. I think he was all the way better and then his chest started to act up again, he said earlier. Like he's like, hey, having trouble breathing. Yeah, and he still can't smell. Yeah. We were talking about one, like a basketball player that was months later before he got a smell back. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're done. Back in uh, like 20 hours or something. Sounds about right. 19 mm-hmm. hours? Yeah. Nine, it's a five-hour show. 19 hours. We'll see you in 19 hours. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bone Show.